Welcome to this episode of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. I'm Eric. And I'm Angie. We are married with a ton of kids. We have six kids total. He has three and I have three. My name's Hallie and I love riding horses. I'm Lexi and I love agriculture. My name's Carter and I love eating. My name's Chase and I love lifting weights. My name's Summer and I love spending my parents' money. I'm Dane and I love baseball. Our show is about our blended, blessed, and always a mess life. And our hope is if you find yourself in the same situation we are in, that by sharing our story, all the fun, and all the mess, challenges we are experiencing, it will give you some inspirations, laughs, and community, knowing you are not alone in this mess. We appreciate you spending time with us. Let's dive in. Welcome to this week's episode of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess, where we are live this week. Last week, you got like a greatest hits. We were on spring break, and we shared with you Angie's podcast with our friend Heather Petty from a couple of months back, and that was the first time you'd done something like that. I was really proud of you. I I thought you did a good job of being vulnerable and sharing with an audience that's not your own the experiences in life that you've been through, and that takes guts, honey. Well, thank you. I mean, it was really good. This week is taking guts as well. Every day takes guts. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm learning is that every day is a challenge. Uh, My friend Molly reached out to me tonight when I was driving home. And I think sometimes people just know where you're at. Molly's been a client of mine for about 13, 14 years. She owns a great little restaurant here in town. And and the first time that I met Hallie, we went to her her restaurant. I almost reached out to her a couple of times this week because it's been hard. And I was driving home from work and I got a text from her that just said, thinking of you and Angie with a heart. And I thought, ugh, I've almost reached out this week because she always brings me comfort. She's about 15 years older than I am. And there's just wisdom, I think, sometimes when you've lived a little bit more life. And she always brings me comfort when we talk. So for her to reach out and to kind of know that meant a lot. And I said to her, I said, I almost reached out a couple of times. It's been a really hard week. She just said, there's no words. There's no platitudes. Nothing I can say other than both of you have been in my my heart and on my prayers this week. And, and I just thought that was... I do love the random reach out. I think it's I've important. quite a few this week. I even received a super cute gift in the mail from two ladies that I work with. And it was a blanket that had on it the birds on my tattoo on my wrist that matched and super thoughtful. And they just basically said, just want to let you know we haven't forgotten and we're here for you. So I love, I love when... People randomly reach out just to let them know that they're they're thinking about us. It's it means so much. I tell everybody, thank you so much. I totally appreciate the prayers, just sweet little text. I think it matters because people are like, oh, things getting better. No, not getting better. It's not getting better. It's it's not going to. This level of loss and pain, it doesn't go away. You have to figure out how to live with it. And move forward, not move on. You move forward. That is the key. If you're going through significant loss, what Andrew just said is the super key to that. You never move on. You just keep moving forward. So our hearts are completely changed. And Angie has has said this several times uh, over the last several months, but really in the last month for sure. Her heart is broken. It can't be fixed. You can't fix what has happened. If you ever go through anything like this, and, and we, we hear it all the time, you know, more young kids being killed, whether it's a car accident, the, the mass shooting that happened this week in Nashville, tragedy happens and you can't fix that. You just have to learn to keep moving forward. Yeah, I, I cry every day. 
every day. I hold and, her while she goes to sleep. I mean, this is that's our ritual at night. Eric, I was teary-eyed. We can dive into our little spring break getaway, but coming back on the flight, I was just super emotional. And Eric looked over at me, and he's like, what's the matter? And I didn't want to say, oh, I couldn't because I was upset, and Chase is sitting next to me, and I didn't want him to know that I was upset. And I just text him, and I'm like, I'm always going to cry for her. I just am. Yeah. And as a as a man, if you listen, to our, we have a lot more women that listen than men. For the eighty percent are women. So eighty percent women. You guys, you feel me? Twenty <laughs> percent men. If you're a man listening, like I want to do my best for my wife. So I see her upset. My natural instant instinct is, what's wrong? We're on a flight. I've got Chase on her left, me on her right. I would think the two strongest men in her life on each side, and I go, what's wrong? And her answer is, I'm always going to cry for her. I get that. That makes sense to me. But in the moment, as a man, that's my first thought. It's like, oh, my gosh, something has happened. What can I do to fix it? We cannot fix this. I cannot fix this. And that's been something else that I've been learning the last couple of weeks. So it's, it's tough. Things are really tough right now. And we'll talk about that as we go. But this week, we're going to talk about spring they're break. All, but hang on. Sure. Yeah. You said, what are you going to do? They're tough right now. It is always going to be tough. I think that's the... That's the thing that we have to accept. It is always going to be tough. And that is the brutal reality. And that's hard for me. Yeah. It's hard for me because I keep thinking, when's when's this going to end? Yeah. It's not going to end for me as a mom. No. And I, yeah. It's not. It doesn't end. Yeah. I don't know what to say to that. You're right. I, I don't. But we all do it. I do it too. Like, I think... Let me get what's those steps to get through this. Yeah, we can't get through grief and you're and fine. And at the end no. of the day, it's always going to be hard. When I'm 80, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Yeah. It's I, just always these reminders when, when the kids have their own kids, it's going to be like, oh, damn, Hallie didn't get to have her own yeah. kids. Yeah. I. Uh, I actually think about. I thought we were supposed to talk about something. We fun. are. We have missed everything. We're supposed to have a spring break. We're missing it all. I think about. I think about any of us on our deathbed. Can I be honest about that for a second? Since we're going off the rails, I was just thinking today. Like, if if, if I was on my deathbed, if you, if any of our, if any of our siblings, parents, my mom, your mom and dad, you know, all I can think about is you get to see Hallie. Oh, well, you get to be with Hallie. That's all I think about. I thought about that today, driving. Because we've got tornadoes in the air. I thought, if I got swept away today, what would I think? I get to be with Hallie. That's what I'm thinking. It's it's so different when you lose a child. As a mom, you can't fathom what it's like to not have a kid here with you. <sighs> and so even when we're – well, we're going to dive into spring yeah, break eventually. Sure. But on our flight out there – it was bumpy. And I think most of us thought, okay, well, we'll either blame it on Hallie. Like, okay, Hallie, that was Carter's thought. L- you know, lighten up a little bit. But, you know, I think some of us thought, I know I did. I know you did. I did. Okay, well, I mean, if whatever happens, happens, then I'll get to see Hallie. I'll see Hallie. That was my first thought. It's so it just doesn't, you can't comprehend, right, what that feels like to know if you believe in God and you believe that they are somewhere else. She's in heaven to know that you have someone on the other side that's your own. 
that's waiting for you. It's so, so different with the parent because you that's a natural thing that happens. This is so unnatural. And it was a hard week this week because of the Nashville thing. Shooting, I just naturally, my heart aches for those moms, those three mamas that lost their kids. And one named Hallie and spelled the same way. For God's sake, as soon as I saw that, my heart broke again. But I just ache for them because I know, I know that pain that will never, uh, never go away. Anyway, we took the kids on spring break. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick. I, we, we used to be married. And I would say to you all the time, I hope I die first. And this, is bef- this is before Hallie passed. And I would just say, I hope I die first. Because I just think you're a better mom and you can take care of things better than me. And now when I think about that, I got—I don't care if it's you or me. But I do, I don't want it to be one of those things where this is weird. Okay, if you think this is weird, I I totally understand. I'm sorry. Then I can tell you to edit it out. I'm not going to edit this part out. You can. She does that a lot. She's like, edit that out. I'm not editing this out. This is a true feeling that I have. I used to think, you know, people die. You could die in your sleep, right? And so, like, we could wake up one morning, one of us is in here in our 70s or whatever. could be your 30s, whatever. I guess we're in our 40s. Anyway, and that's just that. I I hope at this point, whether it's you or me, what maybe it's one of our parents, that they, they're they passing and we they can look at us still and go, I see her. Mm-hmm. And let us know it's okay, right? Like, I see her. I see her. I already had that conversation with my mom and dad. Yeah, like I'm if like, if either one of you go, please yes, send me something. Yes, I see her. It's okay. Like, that's what I want to know. And that's different. Like, that's different than what you and I are, are used to thinking about. And I'm not editing that out. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay. But spring break. Yeah, let's talk about spring We're 10 break. minutes in spring break. So I absolutely love showing kids things for the first time. So anytime we plan trips, especially the spring break one, I always try to think of something that they've not done before or a place they've not been before. I also don't like going back to the same place twice. So this time we decided after doing some research that we take the kiddos to Phoenix. Which was awesome because I just went there with you for the first time last year. That was awesome. And then the kids reached out to us about this trip. We did not plan a spring break. And then at the end of Christmas, they all kind of were like, with everything with Hallie, wanted to go. So that's how this kind of started. I, now, I also love extended weekends. Like I love even do, like just doing extended weekend trips and not like full on seven days. It's it's like the perfect amount of time to get away. Of course, all of our kids, they don't have spring break at the same time. Shocker. A little bit of a challenge. And with all the sports, a little bit of a challenge to try to plan something. But I don't know if you found it or I found it, the VRBO that we were in. I think you found it, didn't you? Eric found this house that the backyard was amazing. If you have kids, well, you want to go there. When we when we post this episode, I'll put a link to the rental that we had because it had every game in the backyard that you could imagine. And it was not expensive. It was right outside of Phoenix in Chandler. 16-minute drive from the airport. Yeah. The kids didn't want to leave. They just... The weather was perfect. It was 70 degrees, sunny, and they played pickleball and basketball and ping pong and golf mini and a putting golf green. Yeah. And the pool and the hot tub and it was fire just, pit, everything you could want. They had a little outdoor movie theater. We never got to use that just we were so tired at the end of the night. 
And that's the reason why. So tired. Yeah. So we flew Thursday night out of the KC New Terminal, Kansas City, Missouri, MCI Airport. Good on them. Super awesome. They oh my crushed God. that new terminal. The food scene is amazing. The art, the design, the technology in their parking garage, it's all amazing. And let's be honest, we are a St. Louis flyer because it's an hour and 40 to St. Louis Airport. It's 210 to Kansas City. I'm going to fly KC every time I can. St. Louis, you better step it up. Your airport's (laughs) not good. And the new MCI, amazing. We get there Thursday night. After our turbulent flight. Yeah, it was a little bit rough. We all kind of had to spread out. So Chase and I sat together. Lexi and Dane sat together. Carter and Summer sat together. And then Eric I was, was by himself. I, I was so glad. I was telling my, my uh, buddy, Pastor Dave, from our church yesterday, I'm so glad I had his – he has a podcast and he has a meditation included in the podcast. He has a Christian meditation in his podcast. And I was so glad I had that downloaded to my phone because when the turbulence got rough and I'm alone, I'm the only one sitting alone, and I'm thinking about Hallie, but I'm like, I need to calm down. What can I do right now? And I knew I had Pastor Dave preaching Jesus on my phone in a podcast form of meditation that I was able to listen to for about 15 minutes to calm myself until the turbulence calmed down. That was that was helpful, I would just say. Yeah, so we made it, landed there. Another travel hack, if you don't already do this, is Instacart. I had already ordered groceries and had them scheduled to be delivered at like 930 at night. She's a badass. <laughs> I can still function in the hell that I'm living in. We pulled into the driveway of this place at like a 1030 and within an hour before, all the groceries had been delivered. It was fantastic. So I told Eric, I'm like, during the day, I just want to chill. Like, I, I just want to lay out outside and just watch the kids live their best life. So that's what we did. Friday, I didn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I laid out outside. Um, you made breakfast. I did. I made breakfast for the kids. And then, and then I did nothing. Something else that I love doing is also surprising the kids with different things to do that they don't know about, which drives them crazy, but I love it. So we had a surprise for them Friday night to do these UTV rides through the desert. Went up to the top of a mountain. So beautiful. It was so beautiful. So we had two UTVs. We get there, and for whatever reason, I've done this before, but they usually give you like a a scarf to put over your mouth and nose because it gets really dusty. This time, this place had us wear... I mean, it looked like we were bank robbers or something. We had to wear these (laughs) masks that covered our entire face. Only just our eyes were kind of... (laughs) Summer's like, you know, the fashionista of the family. Like, what the hell is this? No one can see you, Summer. It's fine. Yeah, it looked like we joined a cult or something. I don't know. It was awesome. It was awesome. I will tell you, I had PTSD. Um, It was total trigger for several of us um, as we're sitting in our UTVs. Getting ready to take off, and they also had an AR shooting range. And so as we're sitting there, you could just hear guns going off, and it's just like instant trauma, instant panic, anxiety. Could not get out of there fast enough. And obviously, we weren't even there when Hallie's incident happened. So it's not even like we heard the shot, but in your mind— 
you just replay over and over what happened and you know in an instant that something could go wrong. And so that that yeah. was traumatic. Uh, me too. It was I, like, get I, me out of here. We were in separate vehicles. We couldn't even see each other. Couldn't but. see each other. And I knew exactly what you were thinking and I was thinking it. It was like, come on, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. And so I was glad we did. But other than that, we had a great time with the kids. They loved it. We let Chase drive. We let Summer drive. Carter drove. Lexi chose not to drive. I drove. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was a good time. It was fun. It got a little chilly at the end, but it was it was. Fun. We did not dress appropriately for the Arizona desert at that point, but great time. Got home and and loved the weekend. Like to see the kids interact together. Is it perfect? No, it's never been perfect with our crew. We're always honest about that. Are there arguments? Yes. We were playing sports competitions for two to three days. Basketball, pickleball, golf, bags, everything. We had some people that sometimes when they lost. Lost it. Maybe, you know, might have been a pickleball club or racket. What do you call those? Paddle? A paddle. Maybe have gotten broken. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was a great time. And I well, worked. Saturday. So Saturday we chilled too, and then we had another surprise for them. Yeah, that was fun. And that was the Phoenix Suns game. Our friend. Sophie Cunningham. The mayor of Columbia. She is affectionately (laughs) known as the mayor of Columbia. Sophie Cunningham set us up with tickets to the Suns game on Saturday night, and the kids had a blast. Mm -hmm. And and a little bit, I would just say Friday night, Saturday night, I played with the kids all day, every day. Is that fair to say? Oh, not that. That's of my notes for later. But yes, <laughs> nonstop. It was, Dad, can you play pickleball? Dad, can you do this? Can you, Rick, can you play me at basketball? And he played. I literally could lay around Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I played a little bit. Summer and I did win a pickleball match. You did. That was good. Um, they weren't against me, for the record. Right. Yeah. But. but for the most part, I just laid by the pool and watched the boy watch Eric play with the kids. The I try not to tell my kids no. Like, if I tell them I can't go, it's because I really do need a break. I mean, I'm so tired. I just need to catch my breath. And in that, it was so fun. Saturday morning, I woke up. Sunday morning, I woke up. I'm like, Ange, I am so sore. My body is so sore because I'm not used to playing on concrete, on pickleball, basketball courts, all that for two straight days. So sore, but had a blast with the kids, and they did all get better over the course of the weekend. That's what it's really all about is seeing them. So now they want pickleball in our backyard. I do. I actually do, too. We don't have enough room, but I do, too. So, yeah, definitely play play the games with your kids. They loved it so much. Sunday, we chilled again. We were supposed to fly back Sunday night really late at, like, 930. But uh, Sunday morning, I happened to check our flights because I was looking up our confirmation number. And I'm like, oh, my God, they are delayed already. At like 10 a.m. Yeah. So then it was like, crap. We actually had planned on staying through Monday. But then Carter had basketball practice. He wanted to, no, baseball. No, he had his very first baseball game Monday night. And he was a co-MVP of his team last year. Kind of important player on the team. He's like, Dad, I cannot miss our first baseball game of the year. And that made sense. So we rescheduled from a Monday comeback to a Sunday night. But then when everything happened Sunday, it was like, son, it may be 5 a.m. And we ended up on the 5 a.m. coming back Monday. I called his coach, let him know, and we got him back in plenty of time. But it was it was one of those deals. We had to make an adjustment on the fly to get him home 
because he had a game on his first game of the season Monday night. And so that's what we did. But it worked out for the best. God's in control. Yep. God knew what was best for us. It was a whole day Sunday together at the pool, and the pickleball court and basketball, all that. Yeah, so we pivoted and just did a 5 a.m. flight Monday mm-hmm. to get home so everybody could get to where they needed to needed to be. But, you know. We lived up to the name of Blended Bless and Always a Mess on this trip. <laughs> we had several incidents that was like, we are a freaking hot mess. Friday. Um, do you want to talk about your incident? Yeah, Friday, number one, because we had to go to the UTV and I didn't have the shoes I needed for that because I was playing pickleball and Dane hit a shot that I was trying to get to and I ran so hard I couldn't stop and I jumped over a pool chair and that meant that after the pool chair, what's next? The pool. And I ended up in the pool fully clothed <laughs> with my tennis shoes and everything. I missed it. I was right there, but I, my back was turned. But all I heard was the splash and the kids just dying, I mean, dying laughing. I was giving them my all. So my shoes weren't available to go to UTV, right? So that was fun. And then at one point, you almost bit it on an escalator. Oh, well, I don't even think you know this part. But when we were flying there and we're at our gate after we had dinner at that restaurant at the KC airport, I went to the bathroom and I was coming back. The waiter was like, ma'am, is this your phone? I totally left the phone in that restaurant. Nope, and first I've heard of that. The waiter came out and found me at the gate as I was coming back from the bathroom. Didn't know that. Like, wow, nope. I didn't, didn't even know it was missing. Thank Mm-mm. you. Nope. And then, yeah, when we were going to the airport, well, Summer brought her brought her backpack, which mm-hmm. is full of books, so it weighs like 70 pounds. And she had gotten sunburned. Everybody got a little bit sunburned, and it was on her shoulders, and so she couldn't carry her backpack. So we are coming into the airport. The coming in the airport, I had my big luggage. I don't even know why I had all this. I think we we're just in a rush because normally Eric's got two luggages and... Anyway, so I have my big luggage, one hand's holding on to that with Summer's heavy-ass backpack also (laughs) on that same arm. And then I have my purse, which is full of stuff, too, Uh in the other hand. So I'm getting on the escalator, and I'm about three, four steps up as it's moving, and that shifts, and my luggage comes off of the stair with that heavy backpack and pushes me over. I can't grab onto anything. I don't, know what, I don't even know what happened. I don't even know what I did. But somehow I jumped off, I think, somehow got off of the escalator and landed <laughs> almost into Carter. And all the kids were like, what just happened? It was funny. But yeah, in my mind, funny. all I was thinking is like, this is going to really hurt. Because I saw the stairs coming up out of the escalator, and I'm like, I'm, it's going to scrape me. Like, I'm going to wipe out on this escalator. But somehow I didn't. I am a luggage carrier, and I've learned after this trip that I do it for job security. <laughs> I do it so that Angie wants me to stay her husband. Okay? That's it. I feel Yeah, because like I just need a luggage carrier. That's all you need. That's all I need. You travel right. a lot, you need a luggage carrier. And so I learned that even more after we got through the airport and we were all getting our cars we all took our luggage. Well, we had two cars. So you had mm-hmm. one vehicle. I had the other. So I had with me Chase, Lexi, and Summer in the aviator. And so because I had the SUV, we took more luggage with us. So we part ways. <laughs> <laughs> so coming home, it's me, Carter, Dane in the car. And you're ahead of us. You get out of the parking garage mm-hmm. quicker. We get out of the parking garage. We get going down the road. And then Eric calls us and he says, hey. Some guy has called me, uh, Eric Hood, I don't know, but my 
big suitcase is in an elevator. <laughs> and he's got all my contact information and he can't hold it because he's got a git, but it's in an elevator. So my suitcase oh my is in an elevator somewhere. Oh, shit. <laughs> so what had happened was Chase had a backpack and two big luggages and he was leading the way to get to where the car was. And as we exited one of the elevators, I guess we just left his big <laughs> luggage behind. So we turn around, go back through the parking garage, and Lexing and Chase jump out, and they go on this search of trying to figure out what elevator they were in. And it was still riding the elevator. They eventually found it. You know what I call that? Job security. Job security is a debt. All right. My job is to keep oh the gosh. luggage coming. And that's really where we're at. So it was a good trip. I, I would just say, as I've said to other people this week, the kids had a good time. We had a good time. For Angie and I, it is a reminder when we're all together that we're not all together, if that makes sense. Okay. It's just we're together. We're not all together. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the one thing that Chase said. Every time we go to dinner, we're at dinner. Before we eat, we go around and say what we're grateful for. And on Saturday evening, when it came to Chase to share, he said, I'm grateful things are getting a little bit back to normal and not so vacant. I'm like, yeah, dude, vacant's a, a good word. But I am trying hard to at least give them a feeling of a little bit of normalcy. And I think they did feel that on the trip. One thing that Summer had said was, you know, it's a good trip when it's in the afternoon, your phone's still at 80%. That's how much we were playing. Yeah. You weren't on your phone the whole time. And I loved that. That was really, really good. But yeah, we, you know, for the kids, it was good that they were starting to feel some normalcy for you and I, not normal that we didn't have all six of them. No. Hallie made her presence felt several times. She did. She did. Not the same, though. It's just such a confliction. Like, for me, there's not a better way to describe it. Like, you have joys of the trip, and then there's heartache, right? And that's that's just going to be, it's just going to be what it's like. But yeah. if we had, if we could circle back on just a few like travel tips, though, to kind of wrap up. Just surprise your kiddos as much as you can. It keeps them curious. It keeps them wanting to, like, be excited and just have a great experience. I um, think even our kids if they know, know it's coming. They're like, what are we going to do? Yeah, What's now they, just, they know I'm going to surprise them or we're going to surprise them with something. I would also just say try new things and new foods. Like when we when we travel, we use Yelp all the time. And sometimes it works well and sometimes it doesn't. But for the most part, I think you can rely on Yelp to try the local restaurants. We had some amazing food there. Um, I was telling my buddy today about the burrito that we oh my had. Gosh. Oh, my Everybody man. loved that. Ooh. Yeah. If it's number one on Yelp, it's got the most reviews, try it. And your kids might initially push back because they may just want chicken fingers and fries because that's what they're comfortable <laughs> with. But challenge them to try new things. And like I said, Instacart's a must. And also don't rely on flights to be on time. Yeah, could be. Yeah, yeah. It's what it is. But in that case, it did work out for us. So we're glad that we got to stay all day Sunday, spend the time playing with the kids, and then leave first thing on Monday morning. That was good. I do want to share that we've got quite a few very interesting guests that will be joining us over the next couple of weeks. 
Yeah, I think that's very exciting is that as people are starting to learn more about the podcast, they do want to be a part of it. And it's from different perspectives. Some are blended family. Some are just coming through a hard they've, – they've had a hard life from the time they were little kids. And they're bringing up and they're seeing positives and ways they can share that and help other people. And I think that's what this podcast is becoming, right? Because as we've seen through Hallie is that she had a heart for people that were in need. And so this isn't any more strictly a podcast for blended families. It's becoming more uh, a podcast for all those that are in need, all those that have a heart that are hurting, all those that are hoping to find help somewhere. And so I think it's cool to have. And sharing sharing positive messages of like, hey, you can get through the suck. You can. You can spread your wings and fly. I think as we wrap, I definitely want to pray for all the moms out there that are hurting because of losing their children or just worried and stressed about their kids, that they find peace and comfort in God's plan. And, you know, and that prayer also includes me. But that's that's how I want to wrap, is just sending prayers out there for all the mamas that maybe are, are struggling. Yeah, that's fair. I'm beautiful, too. I mean, it's, it's uh, every day we're losing kids, whether it's shootings or car accidents or whatever it might be cancer. It could be multiple things. Parents are losing children. They're in the same awful situation. And we just know how painful that is and how life-changing that is and how it doesn't get better. And so we just want to pray for all of those parents and those mamas and the dads and brothers and sisters and everybody that's going through that. So our thoughts and our prayers and our hopes are with you. uh, And we're here for you, building a community that can love and support you. We do love each and every one of you for reaching out weekly and letting us know that you appreciate the podcast. And we really do find strength and wisdom in the messages of the mamas that Angie has reached out, has made friends with, and they've been able to reach out and she's been able to get back in touch with. So thank you guys so much. And we appreciate uh, you being a part of this week's episode and listening. Hope you have a wonderful week and God bless. Thank you for listening to Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and at blendedblessedalwaysamess.com. Reach out to us on any of our social channels. We would love to hear from you. Have a great week.